Welcome back to Take a Pitch. Repping the Jets, <clears throat> baby. Please don't. Just, just make it end. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Nah, that was, dude. They played the Patriots. That's what it was. It was a Patriots game. That's what it was. Soul, that's, soul of the devil. That's, soul, soul of the devil. That's what it was. Robert Kraft has. He must have over a hundred hours of footage of Roger Goodell doing some fucking NSF NSFW fucking they stuff. They got tuggies together. Uh, they got tuggies it, together. It has to be real. more than it has to be more than tuggies because this dude, <clears throat> the amount of plays that I have seen, just 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 from Steelers, from in Steelers the Patriots games that the Patriots have stolen plays and gotten the call when there was no call or they've gotten the call or like didn't get the call when they were doing something is outstanding. But anyway, this is not about base uh, football. This is about baseball. Even though it is the off season, we are here. We are kind of happy. We are kind of healthy. So with that being said, you were there as kind of, Thanksgiving is uh, just a couple of days away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Definitely, uh, I'm sticking at home. Uh, yeah. we, we tend to host. Yeah, I was going to go to Maryland. Would have loved to have gone down there, but my brother couldn't get the uh, Friday, couldn't get Black Friday off from work. So, mm. got to stick out, I guess, and uh, stay around here where everything is more expensive from Black Friday, even though it's cheaper. Than it normally hey, is. You know what? It's uh I'm a Cyber Monday guy anyway myself. But <laughs> you're not you're not gonna you know, you're not gonna be sitting in any traffic, so you get to stay home. Could have gotten a lot of work done though. <laughs> less, less stress. Could have gotten a ton of work done. So uh you yeah. know it's not stressful always. Just I don't know. I like going down, I haven't been down there. In a while, you know. Yeah. It's nice to see the family. But we'll stay home. My grandfather's going to come by and... Uh, oh, very nice. Watch some football, eat some food, you know. Very enjoy good. It. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I think I'm going to my grandparents. Pretty sure. There you go. So. There you go. Yeah. Not bad. Same thing. Well, with Thanksgiving being this week, what are you thankful for? In real life. <laughs> what are the life you thinking? I was thinking maybe in baseball, but uh Well let's let's get both. Let's get both. What are you thankful for? All right, which one first though? Give me three baseball things. Three baseball things. My favorite team, the Mets, are actually contenders and are con- going to be consistent contenders and buyers, spenders. All the above. They're acting like a big market team finally. Been, yeah. been waiting my entire life for this. I mean, they did it in the mid-2000s when I started really, you know, became a super fan. Lost that for a decade. And uh, it was a tough, tough decade. And then... Uh, oh, yeah. And that was another, another tough five years after that. But, uh, yeah, thankful for that. Thankful for... The Mets. I'm thankful. Um, 
Hmm, that's another one. I don't have. I have one more. I can't think of anything else after this. But I'll, I'll give right, you what, one what out. Another. Um, just the beauty of the sport and the 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 immense talent that we are seeing right now. I mean, this is by far the most densely talented time in baseball ever. I mean, you you look at every team; they have yeah, the amount like, of talent like, top to bottom. It's like every team has a super superstar shortstop. Like how the how how the hell are we going to make a top yeah. ten shortstops list? You know, so this year's gonna be fun. Yeah. I All right. Wait. What about outside of baseball? What do you think for four? Um, outside of baseball, loved ones, friends, family, girlfriend. Um, wow! First first shout out for her on the pod. No, I think so. <laughs> no. I think it might be her first shout out no. on the pod. Yeah, I think so. No, it's not. I know for a fact it's no. not. I know for a fact that right. I have talked about my girlfriend prior. Um, all right. All right. It's the first one I remember. Well, I mean, it'd be a very random thing to remember. So can't say I blame you. Well, that's why I haven't. That's because, yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, what else you got? <laughs> relatively healthy. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're both about a cough, yeah. And uh, let's see, I guess, uh, living in the USA, an answer as old as time, freedom, baby. Creed Bratton said it best. I already won the lottery, there baby. There you go. I was born in the U.S. of A. Oh, I thought it was, uh, what was, no, I thought it was the, the boobity. You were going to go, <laughs> Cream Bratton with his, uh, his whiteboard, his oh. whiteboard, the boobity or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, bow body, bow body. Bow body. Oh, it's All Halloween. Right. So, what a coincidence. So, um, <laughs> what, uh, give, give, give yours. What, what do you think for baseball first? Baseball was I mean, you hit it on the head with the Mets being contenders and, and actually acting like they want to play baseball and compete. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, I'm thankful for Steve Cohen. Yep, owning the Mets and and treating it like they should be run. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful I was able to, to to get to as many games this year as I did. Uh, I got season tickets for the first time in my life, and I was able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, most of it. Um, saw too many Chris Bassett starts. <laughs> you know, big Chris Bassett guy. How many did you see? Eight, uh, nine? Eight. 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 eight Chris Bassett starts. Yeah. Um, so I'm thankful for the ability to have season tickets and and the convenience of being able to go to these games and, and watch the abundance of talent, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful for being right about Jeff McNeil. Um, people have written one. him off. People have written him off. I, you know, Jeff McNeil plays the game the right way, and, and I, I love watching him play the game baseball. I'll give you a bonus one. Okay. Thankful for Shohei Otani. Now, I am not like Ben Verlander. I was going to say, I'm thankful for Ben Verlander, baby. <laughs> I am not like Ben Verlander. But I think Shohei Otani brings something just as youthful – 
joy, a pure joy to the game. Yes. That we haven't seen in really that much, that, that long of a time because he's not one to get angry. He doesn't let his ego get in the way. It's just a pure love of the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll go show Hayotani as a bonus one. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Helps me bridge the gap between uh, my, a friend of mine and, and I there. <laughs> but uh, who's your friend, Ben Verlander? No. Oh, why not? I'm not, I'm not a friend. I, I actually despise Ben Verlander. I am. I am not thankful for him. Thankful for Justin Verlander, which is not yeah. red, not Ben Verlander. All right, so give but, me uh, three real life things. Friends, family, you know, those who support the podcast, thankful for everyone who supports the podcast. Um, hmm. I'm trying to not be materialistic here. <laughs> Why were like you the things up? The things that I have, you know, like uh, got my car on the road finally. Thankful for that, but you know, trying not to not no, to kind of go that route. I mean, I wouldn't say that's materialistic. I mean, you've no. been waiting a long time for that, so. Why not? Yeah, be thankful. Little shitbox. Shout out to shitbox. Um, all right. So, so thankful for for being able to put put my car on the road and uh, being able to in, enjoy this this life that I've built for myself, and and I'm always changing, and and just the ability to to take a step back and and reflect and and look look around and, and realize how far I've come and where I'm at, you know, refl- I guess the, thankful for reflection. All right. Yeah. I was gonna, I was going to say, um, I was thankful for the, the ever, you know, the everlasting glow of the future kind of thing, you know, of the, the optimistic Ooh, you're of, getting, of, you're getting, you're getting deep <laughs> here, huh? No, but the, the, the possibilities of the future, Ooh. you know, Ooh. like, the slow off season hasn't it? <laughs> you know you get you got to be positive you got to be positive and no i is yeah. uh you know i'm trying to shift my mindset in that and, but being a mess fan does not help that it should now uh, i mean i understand so. i trust trust me i understand team gives gives me fucking palpitations like nobody else but in, <laughs> in hindsight like next year of course, I'm still going to get angry about, you know, shitty, stupid losses. Everyone does. Everyone's going to. But next year, right, I, exactly. I want I want to try and, you know, just appreciate. See more of the good in, in the bad? Yeah. Just appreciate yeah. appreciate the Mets a little bit more. Like, they do. They won 101 fucking games. That's four more than we have ever seen in our lifetime. And that was one other time. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, we, we only saw we've I, only I think seen we two ninety win teams. Sorry, go on. Um, I, I think we take baseball for granted. You know, it's a long season, one hundred sixty-two games plus playoffs plus spring training. You know, I think we take it for granted as as a as a community of baseball fans. I think we take it for granted, and uh, yeah, and you said it best. We don't we don't really appreciate it that much. Yeah, you know, obviously we get angry because that's the fandom, the the immense yeah. passion. For the game exactly and the, the team passion. and 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 all that, <clears throat> but I I think we take we just kind of take it as ah oh, it's baseball season, 
I missed the game. Oh, I got I got 150 more. You know, I, I I'm appreciative of the fact that they play 162 games. So if I do miss one, I know there's another one tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it, it's I'm yeah. pre- you know what? And, and here's a hot take that shouldn't be a hot take. I'm appreciative that we have so much talent in the sport that we can have conversations and rational ones, unlike Ben Verlander, that Shohei Otani versus Aaron Judge, who who should have won MVP this year? You know, who who's the best team in the NL East? Phillies, uh, Braves, Mets, you know, all the best division in baseball. You know, everybody says it's the AL East, NL, you know, whatever it is. We're able to have these conversations because just how appreciative we are of the game. Yeah. But they get so irrational because we don't appreciate it enough. Right. Yeah. We're getting real deep. So I hope, uh, hope you all stuck through it. Um, but that being said, there has been some stuff that has gone on, which is good, which is good. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offseason started with the qualifying offer deadline and the non-tender sure. deadline. Uh, yep. Some big names got non-tendered. I got the qualifying offers list right here if you want me to. Oh, you got the list? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, the guys who were who received a qualifying offer are Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers, Chris Bassett. So weird. Z- Xander Bogarts. Wilson Contreras, Jacob DeGrom, Nathan Avaldi, Aaron Judge, Brandon Nimmo, Jock Peterson, Martin Perez, Anthony Rizzo, Carlos Rodon, Dansby Swanson, and Trey Turner. Two accepted. A lot of obvious names there. and Right, two accepted. It was Jock and Perez, right? Yes. Which I, I yeah. was... Well, and you made, you made a point to me about Perez, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. What was that? About his salary? Yeah, that the most he's ever made was six million in a season. <laughs> was that it? And he's making how much now? Nineteen point six five. Yeah. It's insane. So, That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I mean great business decision for him. I mean, yeah. He, probably, he wasn't gonna get anywhere near that on the market. No. No. <laughs> no, he was He's, yeah, uh, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 AAV guy. You know, he's, he's a middle back, back really right. back end rotation guy. And he had a good year this year. Good for him. But a very good one at that. Yeah, serviceable. Um, he had a good year this year. Yeah. I would not put him. Very good year. I don't, I don't, I don't know where I would put him in, uh, Ranking-wise, among starters in the major leagues, but probably wouldn't be top 25. Actually, definitely wouldn't be top 25 off the top no. of my head. So, and the yeah. QO is, what, the top 20 salaries? So, yeah, average, something like right? that. Something like that. Okay. I don't know the exact thing, but it's Interesting. Something, like, something along the lines of that. So, yeah, present jock. Uh, both accepted, <laughs> and uh, the rest right turned there? it down. Yeah, the rest turned it down. I mean, 
appropriate, right? Did you expect anyone else to uh, accept? I, I'd say so, yeah. Did you accept? I that? thought Ivaldi might. Yeah, take that. I was I was on the same boat. I, the I, only one I knew for sure. Okay. No, I was just gonna say, I, I was surprised by a few names: Tyler Anderson, uh, Valdi, mm-hmm. Peterson, Perez. Yeah, those guys. I was shocked by them. Really, well, I told I told you Perez was gonna. You did accept that one. Yeah, I just I I I just don't see it as a, as a smart move for the Rangers. He was obviously gonna take it, you know, um, right. And now they're now they're stuck with a guy who's probably gonna have a four and a half ERA, making nineteen point six five million next year. He's not gonna play up to nineteen point six five million dollars. Mm. He's not. No, and if he does, good for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's a great move for the for the for the Rangers. But I don't, I don't see it uh, working out that way. What were you gonna say? No, no. I, I mean, we talk about the non-tender deadline. There's a lot of names mm-hmm. that that not non-tendered even. Yeah. Um, yeah and obviously, the qualifying offer carries draft for compensation. Yeah. But the but, the but, non-tender doesn't. They just become free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so some familiar names were non-tendered, uh, include, including guys like Franchi Cordero, Dom Smith, who we kind of saw that one coming. Um, Heimer Condelario, Luke Voigt, which was, that was an interesting one to me. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised by, by Luke Voigt. Um, were you? Because, yeah, because... Washington needs a first baseman. They're not in the competitive. What about DH? They're not in the, that competitive spot yet. Why? Why? Why pay anybody though? There's no point. I'm guessing they couldn't trade him for whatever reason. I guess. I mean, not that he had a good year. Uh, how much value are you going to really get back? You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Jorge Alfaro was non-tendered. Uh, yeah, Brian another... Anderson ends his six years in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it, just six? You and I have talked about that. It was six years, yeah. Oh, okay. We've talked about I how it felt like, like 12 years. Yeah, it does feel longer. But I guess, I guess six years kind of makes sense. And he's going into his age thirty yeah. season next year. I mean, he he's he's you know he could play third base. He could play the corner outfield. You know, so the the uh, the market, which we we said uh, last week, two weeks ago, whatever this was, is very deep to start, and now it's gotten even deeper. I mean, these guys, sure, they're coming off bad years. You know, Dom Smith, not 2019 and 2020, he had a he had a 150 OPS plus. Cody Bellinger was 2019. Down ballot MVP votes. Yeah. Cody Bellinger was 2019 MVP, NL MVP. You know, like, and uh, I saw Boris made a comment about the Dodgers uh, non-tendering him. And he was saying how his, um, he had a shoulder injury in 2020 
that affected 21, and I think it rolled over into 22. So Sounds like the Conforto excuse. Which, <laughs> which is why Bellinger is going to be he, – he, Bellinger has said that he wants a one-year deal. He doesn't want more than one. Which year. makes sense. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think he's I a think, guy where he needs he needs a prove it deal. Yeah. Yeah. You need to prove that you're that you are 2017 to 2019, Cody Bellinger. Not 2020 to 2022. So right. It's uh, yeah. And and he's gotta figure it out. Wherever he goes, he has to figure it out. Because if he gets somewhere on a one-year deal, doesn't figure it out, it's going to be a tough, tough road for him to get back to competitive baseball. He will be a guy that bounces around teams like the Nationals or or so-and-so, sell tickets, low, low, small market teams. Yeah, Pirates, Reds. Yeah, he'll be that guy. Marlins. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we... There's we have never seen anything like this. I mean, we're literally talking about a guy who won MVP and rookie like, of the year too. Rookie of the year, MVP, like a, a tremendous uh, defender, a good base runner. You know, he could play all outfield spots and first base. You know, um, and his bat has just fallen off somehow. It, it's crazy. I mean, worst thing for him in the future is he becomes a fourth outfielder, you know, bench bench guy, first base, fourth outfielder kind of guy. Um, or on, you know, on those bad teams. But, uh, I mean, it, is it possible to be a fluke of that good in 2019? You know? Like, is that actually possible? It seems hard. Yeah, it seems hard to believe, uh, but we've seen stranger things. I mean, like what? Baseball is a a a brutal game. Yeah, baseball giveth and baseball taketh. You know. Yeah, I, but I'm saying like we we've never seen anybody fall like this. No, I mean you're going from the top player in the league, one of the top players at least, to a one of the low, one of the worst. In just yeah. a matter of years, a few years. The only thing you could think of is Trevor Bauer, but that was all external. It wasn't even talent-wise. Yeah, and I mean, I, you could actually probably say the opposite. He was not good, and then he became very good. So, right, and he's at, he's at out of the league because of external factors, not his talent. Yeah, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, um, and he yeah, I think that's the, the only commissioner. Real- like a case we have (laughs) like trevor leave leave all the beefing to with the commission to us we we got (laughs) you bro yeah uh who else who else got a non-tender do we talk about missing someone oh alex Uh, reyes uh, alex reyes is the other name yes alex reyes he was good arm he was a top prospect yep top prospect he was he was a top top five if i'm not mistaken maybe even top three mm-hmm. um he was really good and I mean, he does, Smith he was a, a top arm. 20 prospect yeah wasn't he yeah probably probably i don't remember but he was up there 
he's a top prospect. All these guys were. Mm-hmm. All the guys that we <laughs> that have been uh, non-tendered were top prospects. So here's the here's the biggest one for me. Yeah. And this is going to affect our fantasy team. Is Heimer Condelario? Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's crazy our guy right there. Yeah, we had him two years in a row. He was great in 2021. He was projected to make, I think, six million. I think the Detroit just didn't want to pay that. Yeah, I mean, makes sense for 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 Detroit to not want to pay that, you know. Um, But I I think I think last year was a fluke. He he was injured on and off throughout the year, and uh, I think it was a fluke. He's he's a good hitter. I mean, he led the MLB in doubles in 21. You know. Yeah. So. You don't you don't you don't well, do that by accident. You know what I mean? No, like, no, you don't. It's not a mistake. That is. It definitely that, helps playing in that ballpark, though. No, definitely. You know, but still, a double's a double. You know, well, if it was in a different ballpark, what is it? A single, maybe a few of them. Right. You know, so. All I know is the non-tender deadline made a already deep free agent class a whole lot deeper. Yeah. That's that's for sure. And now, a word from our sponsor. You know, Billy, it's it's getting cold out. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to smell and stop using deodorant or soap. Because you're not just because you're not getting sweaty doesn't mean you're not gonna smell. So, don't be so fucking smelly. Get yourself some Sopazon soap. Sopazon.com promo code. Tap T A P 15% off your order. Now you can subscribe, do a subscription based thing, still get 15% off, or you can order one or two bars, 15% off. Actually, you know what? Let me make this real easy for you. Come a little closer, a little, little, little closer. 15% off soap. You use soap every day in the shower, hopefully. Don't you want to save money? That's what you use every day. Sopazon.com, promo code TAP, T-A-P. Go to get yourself some soap. Stop being so fucking smelly. And that means you too, House Steinbrenner. I know you could afford a full price, but I'm giving you the discount. Very generous. 15% off. Sopazon.com. Go get your shit today. Yeah. Yeah, so how? How smelly, huh? Yeah, fucking slimy bastard. (laughs) He and Steve Cohen had an agreement, or Mm -hmm. allegedly, that they're not going to start a bidding war against each other because, mm-hmm. well, A, let's be real. The Mets don't need Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Would it be nice? Yes. We don't need him. Yeah. What does Hal end up doing? What do you Hal's do? talking to Brandon Nimmo. Yep. You know, obviously doing the due diligence, requesting medicals on Jacob DeGrom. Again, due diligence. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Bassett's an option for the Yankees, honestly. And that's a genuine pairing that I think might work. I think the Yankees rotation is kind of set though, you know, like right. I, I, I do think right, but I do think that the addition of Bassett would make it stronger. Oh yeah. Definitely. Much more durable mm-hmm. and more reliable. So it's not a bad fit. It's not the great fit, not a best fit, but definitely an option that shouldn't be ruled out. Yeah. Um I can't see Chris Bassett in those pinstripes though. Hmm. Um, that being said, you know, obviously no collusion was found between the Mets and the Yankees on that. Yes. 
That was a big thing, dude. You throw mm-hmm. out that word collusion. Yeah. That's the real C word. You can oh, say yeah. cunt however you however long, much you want. The real C word is collusion. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I I have a theory on on the whole thing with what you uh, so you know they're they're being investigated mm-hmm. by MLB or they they were being investigated. And uh so I think that the Yankees went out and talked to Nimmo and got the Grom's uh, medical records as like a, you know, like, hey, see, like, there's no collusion. Like, you know, we're talking to their guys, blah, 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 kind of thing, you know. So I think I think they were getting out ahead of it because like an optics thing. Yeah. And like they obviously obviously like we know way after they know they know way far before we know that this is happening, you know. So what, like the Nemo stuff, like talking to Nemo or the collusion? No, 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 the collusion thing. Like they, they, they got info on that quick. Wait, well, the way players association, we the players association called for that investigation. Yeah, obviously, there's a letter to all, all owners. This and that. Mm-hmm. By the time it gets to the athletic, that's what I'm saying. You know, like the Mets two, and Yankees days. Knew, knew prior. To, yeah, of course. To us and and you know Steve Cohen and House Steinberg, they're not stupid. Yeah, you see that report where Steve Cohen says they enjoy a mutually beneficial relationship. Blah blah blah. blah. You have to know that something might come down the line out of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. the ramifications are clear as day. You know, you say something in New York, you're under a spotlight. Yeah. Good, bad, irrelevant, you're under a spotlight. Yeah. So, um, that being said, Yankees and Brandon Nimmo, is that a good pairing? I think so. Yeah, Especially if they lose Judge. You got to replace him somehow. Brandon Nimmo is the second best right there. There are 29 other teams, though, that want Brandon Nimmo because who wouldn't? Guy's the most well-rounded center fielder, uh, outfielder on the, on the market. I mean, I think he's a better defender than Judge. Judge obviously has a height, but which definitely helps. Longer strides can get up above a, on the wall higher. But Nimmo has progressively gotten better. Yes. And is constantly improving. We're in this, yeah. what, is the seventh season now, sixth season? Came this up in sixteen. So this was about six, sixth season, third or fourth full one. And the first one, he's Seventh really stayed season, healthy. But yeah, his first first full season, really without any health problems and anything. Right, and and you saw just the jump he took. I mean, he's taking yeah. the jump from twenty to twenty twenty to twenty one, twenty one to twenty two. He's That's taking what I was that jump. Say. He he's gotten better pretty much every year. You know, it, usually, it, you see small increments yeah. here and there. It, it isn't it is pretty incredible but like you six to seventh season mm-hmm. the jump he's made is phenomenal and yeah. he's a hard worker does everything right yeah he's the, he's a model that you want yeah. on your ball club i mean i i always say this like me and my dad always say this like he is like the ideal player that you want a kid watching yes he does everything 100%. right he has the best time doing it you know um, it's like we said with Otani before, just pure joy. Yeah, like, dude, when when he robbed that home run, right on uh, September third, I believe it was, mm-hmm. unreal. Like, like great play already. But when he turned around, like you never see him get passionate like that. And no. he turned around and just pumped his fist, like, 
that like he he is a guy that you will root for no matter what team he's on. Right. Exactly. You know? he, Unless he goes to like the Phillies, the Braves, whatever. <laughs> I'll still root for him though. You know, surprise um, situation. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, like hey, how do you? There's no way that there's anyone that hates Brandon Nimmo. There's no way. Well, apparently people don't like Pete Alonzo. Yeah, I I saw that. Uh, I saw a bunch of a lot of Pete Alonzo hate on Instagram. I thought that was very random. It's strange. It's definitely strange. Um, like he's just a he's just a goofy big kid. He's your generic white guy. <laughs> what's what's the hate about him? He's he's got that dad joke vibe. Yeah, for being a dad. You, like he, he, he definitely was, wears New Balances. I was gonna say he, he wears dad shoes and jorts, and you you know it. You know well, that's also the, that's the Florida in him too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, Brandon Nemo, model player. Um, a lot of guys could could learn a lot from him. I mean, he was projected to get what you said, eighteen or seventeen. I think it was eighteen, nineteen. That was the projections. Uh, going into the he'll off season, past that it, he'll blow way past that. He's gonna be twenty five. I mean. He is the only center fielder on the market for the next few years. Would he hit know? 28? Um, mm, no. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Right. If the right team comes along and says, hey, we're going to throw the bag at you. He's going to be going to his age 30 next year, age 30 season next year. Um, So, I mean, it's possible. I mean. What do you think, a four-year uh, deal? Uh, he could go longer, I think. Um, I could see it six, seven. Uh, you know, and I think that's probably what will shift the uh, the contracts for him is how much uh, how much the time, length. yeah, the length of the contract. You know, you see you've seen that a lot over the past few years as guys like Bryce Harper. Right. You know, he won those extra three years. Nationals were going to give him a higher AAV, but the Phillies gave him those extra three years to where he was going to be playing into 41, 42. Something like that, yeah. Right? So the rest of his career. They gave him the rest of his career, locked him up. That's it. That is that. Is that. And, yeah. yeah. It's uh... so. Free agency is an interesting beast because now you got Cody Bellinger on the market too, who's also yeah. play center field, and yeah. obviously Nimmo could help him yeah. uh, because whatever Brandon Nimmo gets, yeah, you know, he's going to be desperate, so that's going to increase Bellinger's market unless Bellinger signs first. In which yeah. case, Bellinger could hurt Nimmo or help either one. Yeah, um, I mean they're not similar ball players though, you know, no, not at all. But in in a, in a weird way, they kind of are. You know, good base runners, good defenders. Yeah, yeah. Okay, more power and belly, but or well, yeah. potential at least. But Nimmo has much much better eye and higher better contact. Ball scale, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so Nimmo's not a flash in the pan. Yeah, no. like belly seems like he might have been. Yeah, Nimmo Nimmo's got his tools. They're set. You know what they are. Um. As he gets older and loses some speed, loses a step or two, you know, you might He'll probably see, bulk up and, and hit more dingers. And... You might see him start hitting a few more home runs. Yeah. He, you know, he's a guy, you you know, he could hit 20 home runs. So easily. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's very interesting. Uh, and I think he was undervalued. And I think he's going to get a huge payday. So I know Toronto was looking at him, the Dodgers. 
Giants. Giants. Rockies. The other team. Well, the Rockies, um, yeah. There was one team that was shocking. I'm trying uh, to remember what it was. The Tigers. That's who it was. Yeah, I think his bat makes plays sense. well in that ballpark. That makes sense. A large ballpark. His defense plays uh, would play well there too. Yeah. yeah, that's a good fit. And yeah. you know they are they have Baez there, Torkelson. You know, give him another year, maybe half a year to really yeah. develop. You got Riley Green. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to like with this Tigers team now. Are they gonna look to add more payroll this year? Who who knows what are the, what they're gonna do? They spent last year with Baez. Yeah. Um, it's very, very possible. They're still low payroll, so there's a lot of teams that are very much middle of the pack. Could go either way. The Angels, however, are very active. Yes. Um. They got Tyler Anderson from the Dodgers, mm-hmm. three years, thirty nine million. After Anderson declined the QO, um, they also ended up trading for Hunter Renfro, which just happened tonight as we started recording. Yeah. And Gio Urshela. Um. Yeah. That's 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 a good three guys to start your offseason with. Now, obviously, no big names because nobody signed yet, but we don't know what offers they have out. You know, this is a team that is up for sale, mm-hmm. so you really didn't know what their offseason going to look like. But a team with a lot of holes, not going to trade Shohei. They started off really well. I'm excited to see what the rest of their, their uh, offseason looks like. Yeah, yeah, and. They're weird though, because uh, they're up for sale, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. Mean, owners don't be... really want to commit money when they're when they're selling the team. It's 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 interesting. Yeah, it, exactly. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, what the Angels do for the rest of the of the offseason. But they're aggressive early. Um, they do need pitching. There are a bunch of teams that do need pitching, need bullpen help. Uh, like the Astros resigned Rafael Montero to a large deal, by the way, for a reliever. Yes. Not yeah. the largest deal by, for a reliever, which belongs to Edwin Diaz. Five for 102 there. Mm-hmm. But Montero, what was it, three years for 30, 30 35? 34 and a half, yeah. That's a lot more than he should be getting, honestly. That's 11 and a half a yeah. year, I think it comes out to. Yeah. For a middle reliever with one good year. With one good year. Year and a half, maybe. Uh, yeah, year and a half, I guess. And he's going into his age 33 unless he's a late birthday and 32 something yeah something um, ridiculous 32 33 years old uh, very odd but he he does randomly throw 100 so he always he always had that capability but yeah, he never had Are the, you sure? the, the command i mean i guess he always had the capabilities doing it but he never had the command he never had command yeah but when he was with the mets he was throwing 91 92 he was throwing 80 poo fuck he was not a flamethrower at all. Whatever and, they're doing in Houston, can we and, just like bottle that up and just figure it out? And you also got to remember, he was also a higher, uh, he was more highly regarded than Jacob DeGrom. Which, a lot of guys were. I mean, a lot yeah, of guys were. Yeah. But like, you know, Harvey, Syndergaard, Wheeler, you, you know, those are expected. Those are high, high ranked prospects. They were high draft picks. Right. You know, two of them were top tens. All three were first rounders. Montero, though. To Degrom, I mean, that's just yeah, crazy. That's crazy in hindsight. It's crazy, man. Both made their um, debut the same year. Also crazy. And they're both uh, free agents. And uh, remember Henry Mejia? Mm, I do. It's another one. It's another cursed name in Mets history. Um, another big signing 
guy you mentioned the QOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who was offered a qualifying offer decides not to take it, but goes back to the same team. Anthony Rizzo, back to the Yankees, two for 30, 34. 34. With an option. Pretty much commits him $40 million even because I think there's a $6 million buyout for the third year or a $16 million option. So he's guaranteed $40 million out of this deal. Good deal. Uh, I don't think there's a more perfect fit for player and team than Rizzo and the Yankees. I think it's yeah. a perfect fit. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna find a better fit, honestly. Yeah. He he's not a superstar anymore, but he's he's a leader. He thirty two home runs this past year, right? Yeah. He you know, he's still you know, he could still uh he's not a horrible first baseman defensively. He had a bad year last year, but he's not horrible. He he's okay. He's good. Service. I mean, he's uh, well well past overrated. But uh, <laughs> but he is good. He's good. Easy, to, easy guy to like too. Yeah, which is good in the clubhouse leader. So again, should they lose Judge, you have that leaders there still. Him, DJ Lemayhu, Stanton, Stanton, right? Exactly. It's a good deal for the Yankees. Good deal for Rizzo. Yep. Again, and it, and it helps that Rizzo and Judge are, are like that. They're mad close, so yeah. maybe a bit of a, a gamesmanship there, a little gamesmanship move. Trying yeah, to bring maybe. Judge back. But Judge is in San Francisco this week. Yep. Meeting with uh, quote unquote friends and family. And then today the he met wink with, with the Giants. Around the world. Well, it was confirmed that he was meeting with the Giants, well, today, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the Giants have been linked to him for God knows how long. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's a match I made mean, in heaven. Let's be real. If you're if you're an MLB team and you don't request a meeting with Aaron Judge, what are you doing? Are you are you in to win it? Like, come on. I mean, who doesn't at least at least check in? Unless you're the Reds, when you don't have the actual money for it. But even if, why not? Right. You never know. Maybe he fucking loves Cincinnati. Two year deal, ninety million a year. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Your net worth out that, there. That's the one guy. That's tripled their payroll from this past year. But okay. Same. Uh, <laughs> um. But Jerry Depoto got active. Yes. Man, does that guy love making trades? Oh, by the way, I wanted to got? say this. That I just heard. I just saw this the other day. No right-handed hitter has ever hit a home run into McCovey Cove. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, I was shocked to see that. I don't know if it's true. It I, makes I sense to an extent. I didn't do the research. Yeah, it's definitely hard to do, but uh, Judge would be the first one. The Yankees play the Giants opening day, don't they? I think yeah, it's some weird shit this year. I'm gonna check right now because Go of on. the new schedule. A lot of things are, are a little weird. Go on, uh, I think with the Yankees what you're are out, next. are there early. Uh, um, but yeah, Jerry Depoto getting busy. He doesn't like really signing many free agents. He does love trades. They are. They are playing. They are the, there the Yankees? So weird. Um, in, in in the Bronx. Okay. So, Aaron, don't worry, Yankee fans. You will see Judge wow. on opening wow. day. Wow. That's what? wild. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. So, yo, the, MLB, can, can we can, can we talk for a second? <laughs> the the three biggest. What, what do you know? The three biggest players for for Aaron Judge: Yankees, Giants, Dodgers, and no matter what, Aaron Judge will play. In the Bronx at some point this year. Actually, no matter what, he will because every team's playing every team this year. So, at MLB, what do you know? Can we get the scoop? 
We've been nothing but nice to Manfred since <laughs> the lockout ended. Please. <laughs> um, no, Tasker Hernandez going to Seattle. Yes. For a couple of pitchers. Yep. What do you think of that one? Because that was a strange one. I don't know what Toronto's really doing over there because they traded Hernandez, which means they'd have an outfield spot now. Springer yes. in center. Belly's a, a good fit there. Obviously, Nimmo. But again, with Springer in center, you can move him to right. You can move Nimmo to the right. There's a lot you could do there. Mm-hmm. But Hernandez is an all star. And left field is open. True. They got rid of Tapia, too. They non tendered him. Yep. Uh, but no, they, they, left field's open. Well, uh, Hernandez was mostly DHing. No? Mm, I think he was a little bit of both. Mostly DH, though, I think. Yeah. Um, either way, big bat to lose. Uh, and especially for, in that lineup, too. For Eric Swanson and Adam Mako. I mean, I know. Listen, I know the Blue Jays desperately need better bullpen. You know, they need. And Swanson's not a bad arm. Yeah. They, they need bullpen help. So I get it. But that's a steep price to pay. Weird. Yeah. Uh, steep price to I mean, pay. Guy who has a lot of power and he's, you know, a good bat. Hmm. Weird trade. Well, I mean, to me, it just signals the end of either Adam Frazier and or Jesse Winker in Seattle. Well, Adam Frazier is a free agent, isn't he? Isn't he? I think so, but I don't think they're going to bring him back. They're not going to bring him back. No. He's an, he's an interesting case for free agency wise because he could play everywhere. Yeah. Play outfield. Yeah, he's he's gonna be an interesting one to watch. He might end up like on a team like the Reds or or some wa- random wacko team. And if you look at his career, he's an every other year player. You know how those someone's those, getting a good year next guys. Year. So you, yeah, there's a good chance that you get a. Uh, I'll take one on a one year deal. Pretty good year. Yo, Mets, what's up? Where, where are you putting him? <laughs> That's the problem. Um, but yeah, no, I I think listen that Mariners lineup just got a lot better with Teoscar Hernandez. You have protection for for Julio. Cal Raleigh doesn't have to be, have that much pressure on him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cal Raleigh can definitely be the protection for Julio if need be. But there's not that much pressure for it. You can play a little looser and don't have to worry about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, who else? I mean, they traded Kyle Lewis. Totally forgot he existed. He went to Arizona. Yeah. For the OG slap. Right? Was that that was him? No. Who would, who went who tried to trade for that, the slap? That pick? was that was uh the Marlins. Uh what's his name? The Marlins and the Rays trade. It was an irrelevant trade. Char uh, charge charge oh, char- char- yeah. Whatever the fuck you said. He was French a slap pick? No, no. Uh Edwards. Oh uh, Xavier Edwards, yeah. Yeah. Who went to the Marlins. He was yeah. with the Rays. Yeah. Got There's a lot of for, little shit going on. Got traded for Tommy of... Pham. Yeah. What was that, 2019? I don't even know. A lot, a lot of little shit going on. Not much yeah. really newsworthy, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Ty Oscar was the That's the biggest, big one. biggest trade. So Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the biggest news so far is, at least recently, is the Hall of Fame ballot got released. Yes. yes. Which you and I love because Hall of Fame time, from the end of November to the beginning of January, you and I just will consistently debate. <laughs> cases of guys who are on the ballot who could be on the ballot in the next couple of years 
who should be on the ballot that are active. You and I will go back and forth. Mac will throw throw a couple curveballs in there. Um, Hall of Fame ballots looking pretty fucking weak this year. Um, I mean, is he? I'm a guy who uses ten votes, right? I'm mm-hmm. one of those ten votes. Get him, get him to five percent, whatever it is. I only think I'm going to use eight this year for my ballot. Well, you've only ever one time voted for steroid guys, so that's probably why. Right, that was last year. Guys. Yeah, but I've also, but I've used all ten yeah. each of those years. Well, yeah, I've used ten votes not voting for steroid guys. Let's see, who did you vote for two years ago? Um. You had Bobby Abreu, Todd Helton, Tim Hudson, Tori Two Hunter. Two years ago? Yep. Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, Omar Vizquel, and Billy Wagner. So now, though, even if it was the same ballot now, I still you, like would, that ballot. you would you would have – you would if, if you went backwards, back then, you would do nine because you would have dropped Vizquel. Right, I dropped Vizquel. I mean, maybe there was someone else. I don't. I don't. I don't have the ballot. I just have our actual yeah, I don't have picks. The, the full ballot. Let me see. From, Actually, I do have the full ballot e, from twenty twenty. Uh, yeah. Let's mm. see who else would I maybe have added. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. I probably would have given Paul Konerko a vote. Yeah, it would have been Paul Konerko. Oh, maybe this isn't for. Maybe this is. Oh, it's 2021. Oh, I don't have that ballot, I don't think. Yeah, not the Jeter year. The year after Jeter. Yeah, I don't have that ballot yeah. in front of me. So your options would have been Manny Ramirez, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, Andy Pettit, uh, A.J. Burnett, Nick Swisher, Shane Victorino, Michael Kadire, Dan Heron, Latroy Hawkins, and Aramis Ramirez. Oh, come on. You know I'm giving Nick Swisher that vote. Mac has rubbed off on me. <laughs> no, I think well no. you you've uh I would probably give it to Pettit. Which is who'd you vote kind for of last year? my uh my PED statement, but he owned up to it, you know. But you voted for Bonds and Ortiz last year. I did. Last year was my first year voting for you know, steroid accused players. Now again, obviously my vote means nothing, but no, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. By the way, if you ever felt like your vote feels means nothing, you should vote on our Google Forms, which is in the link in all our bios. I'll throw um, down below. And down below. You can have your voice heard because obviously the Hall of Fame is this game is nothing without the fans. And the Hall of Fame makes it known. I was at the Hall of Fame back in August. I highly recommend taking it to Cooperstown if you have the, the chance to. The Hall of Fame is nothing without the fans of baseball. The game is nothing without the fans. Have your voice heard. I think we're the only podcast I've seen that does this, too. I have never seen anyone else do it. And this is our um, third or fourth, third year doing this. Well, we've done it every year. Right. That, Except our we... first season, which we started on Hall of Fame Day. Yeah. So, you know, I, I haven't seen another podcast do this. So I think we're the only podcast out there that allows the fans to t- truly tell us who they think belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We get some very interesting ballots. Got, got some, one of, got some one of early our results right now. Yeah. Well, we, we can hold off on that. Just, you know, if you want to give a little quick teaser, but no no unanimous ballots this year. I know that. No unanimous. We we have, as of right now, we have three that would be inducted. And how many ballots do we currently have? We are at 44 right now. Hell yeah. Um, 
we put it's this the out. strongest showing we've had so far. And we just released about what last two days night. ago, last night. Oh, we put out last night. Yep. So I, in about twenty four hours, we've had forty four ballots. Yes. I want to know. Let's you know. I'll yeah, make the challenge. Three. Let's see if we can get a hundred ballots this year. A hundred. Our our record is fifty. <laughs> Let's see if we can double that. That was two years ago. Looks like we're going to definitely we're on surpass a good pace. the fifty. I mean, now there are third. I think thirty two or thirty eight new voters in the BBWAA. Mm-hmm. Which I think brings it to around three forty five total, given some guys lose ballots, don't you know, whatever. How cool would it be if we can compete with those kind of numbers? Yeah. It'd be pretty damn cool. I mean, how many of these people are uh actually I was gonna say how many of these people are qualified. They're just as qualified as the writers. The writers Exactly. We all have the, we're all we all have access to the same numbers, yeah. The same highlights, yeah. What, what what's you know obviously I, you don't want to have the fans voting on the the Hall of Fame and who's immortal obviously, just because then you get guys yeah. like JJ Hardy who's on the ballot this year, yeah, could get eighty percent of the vote. That that's fan base dependent, you know. Yeah, no, not not to say JJ Hardy had a bad career. You you can't do fan. Can't do it by the fans, though. I I do think it should be something with players and uh and former like a Hall of Fame committee. Yes, which is what they have for all these other the eras. By the way, Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, all of them are on that modern modern era era. Something like that, yeah. Mattingly. Yeah, Keith got left off. Fucking shame. Yeah, he'll be on the next one. I think. Listen, I hate Keith. But I will still advocate for him being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've grown, I've grown a little. Uh, he's grown a little on me. So, yeah. um, but no. That being said, you know, if you want your voice heard, whoever will hear it, yeah. will will hear it. Down below, link in our bios, link down below. Fill out the Google. It's a Google form. It takes what five minutes tops. If that, I mean, unless you want to put the work in and, and do yeah, the research, which, that's what which I was gonna say. Would love to see that. Um. Yeah, fill out your ballot, send it to us. We will reveal all ballots around the same time that the Hall of Fame will reveal who gets inducted. Uh, so we have a couple months. We're going to push it. Let's get it to 100. We're at 44 right now, you said? After 24, 24 right hours, now. which is a strong showing. Not even. I put it up at like 1230 last night. So. Oh, shit. So let's uh, let's see what we can do here. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. Um, any, any early... Uh, I guess sneak peeks into your ballot that you might want to tease a little bit. The, the mm. first timers are weak, I think. There's so only I, one real first timer with. I actually strong case. I actually changed my ballot from the one that I sent you. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I believe I sent you one with eight. Let me see if I can find it. You're gonna have to confirm that real quick. I believe I I gave you just eight. Because what did I do last year? Last year, I did all 10. Two, four, six, eight. Yes, you gave me eight. So last year, I had Bobby Abreu, Barry Bonds, Clemens, Helton, Jones, Kent, Pettit, Roland, Schilling, Wagner. Um, Strong ballot. Strong I ballot. So I lost Schilling, Bonds, Clemens. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, it's not as cluttered oh. of a ballot this year. My sneak peek will be that 
besides those three, I kept all the rest. And uh, I did you added, use all ten votes. I did use all ten. I okay. changed. I changed. I changed my. I changed my mind. Um, and it was based on the because I I was I wasn't going to, but then I uh, it was based to see who you might even have voted for. It was based on here. Here you go. This might give it away to you. Based on who got elected in last year is what changed my mind. Okay, I think I have an idea. What do you think? I think you voted for Arod. Okay. I think you voted for Manny. Okay. Um, I think you had Sheffield. And took I think who? I had what? eight. I had two. Oh, you had two. Ooh. I think you voted for two of those three. Okay. I think you had a steroid guys. Okay. Um. Yeah, because if you recall, my previous rule was last year on the ballot, let let them just suffer for ten years, let them get in on the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jeff Kent's the only only guy who's in his last year on the ballot, by the way. Yes, yeah, and it's criminal. He hasn't got it. It, yet. it is, it is, and I could make a million and a half cases for Jeff Kent, and I think you are out of your mind if you are not voting for him. Um. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of cases to be made in general. Um. I know the Wagner case is gonna be very interesting. I know a lot of Yankee fans have the standard as Mariano Rivera. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they hold. So it's very interesting. Wagner's case. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, it's not a cluttered ballot like we've seen in the last ten over the last ten years. A lot of guys make the jump when the ballot thins out. Scott Rowland could be a guy who could jump from, I think, 62% to the yeah, 75% threshold. Yeah. Todd Helton could jump 25% and make make the hole this year. Mm-hmm. This is a that's why that's why I say in, a, in terms of a weak ballot. So I'll just run through the list real quick of names. Sure. Uh, we'll go alphabetical. Yep. Bobby Abreu, Bronson Arroyo in his first year. By the way, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Love that leg kick. Fuck yeah. Carlos Beltran, he's got one of the most interesting cases on the ballot with the Astro scandal. How much will that hurt him? Mark Burley, somehow he stayed on the ballot. Matt Kane, R.A. Dickey, Jacoby Ellsbury, Andre Ethier, J.J. Hardy, all in their first year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. Todd Helton, Tori Hunter. Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent in his 10th year, John Lackey, Mike Napoli, Johnny fucking Peralta. Those three guys in their first year. Andy Pettit, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Francisco Rodriguez, K-Rod in his first year. Scott Rowland, Jimmy Rollins, Gary Sheffield, Houston Street in his first year of eligibility. Omar Vizquel, Billy Wagner, and the last two are guys in their first year of eligibility, Jared Weaver and Jason Worth. Yep. Let me ask you this. Now, and I've been wanting to ask you this for a little bit. All right. Is R.A. Dickey on the ballot because of that? those two years of the Mets? Well, you're on the ballot if you reach 10 years of service. No, you, they thin it out. What? Not, every, not everybody who reaches 10 years of service gets the ballot. They obviously thin it out a little bit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
So what's the qualifications then? Well, I, I don't know, but they this is like the selection committee. They select who's on the ballot, I guess. I oh, really? Choose. I think so. Yeah. So that's interesting because Ari Dickey, yeah, he only had like two good years, three, two good, three years. good years. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a true peak guy. <laughs> I mean, that 2012 was uh, was, was a very magical season. So that knuckleball was floating, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll stick with the Hall of Fame real quick. Obviously, that's the right. ballot that you guys could choose from. Pete Rose sent a letter to Rob Manfred yeah. recently. Really, this is the first, the most apologetic we've seen Pete Rose for betting on baseball um, mm-hmm. as a manager of the Reds way back when. Banned for life. You know, he said how much it means to him playing the game, being around the teammates, what the game means to him. He also made a mention of how much it would mean to be considered for the Hall of Fame. Not in the Hall of Fame, but just to be considered. Because obviously, you know, the Hick King, what he's done in his playing career, Hall of Fame worthy. I mean, the guy should be in first ballot, you know? He's what, 86 now, 87? Yeah, he's in his 80s. He's in his 80s. Obviously, the remorse is there now. Maybe too little too late. Wait, is he in his 80s? Yeah, I think so. Really? I think so. I think I saw someone, he's like 86. 84, maybe? Because didn't he play into the 80s? Dude, that was I'm 40 gonna, years gonna, ago. I'm check. That was 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but like deep in, he's 81. 81, okay. All right. He's yeah, not I was yet. thinking 87 is... Uh... Because if he was, I, don't know, I saw something that was like eighty four. It's somewhere between eighty four and eighty seven. Because if he was um, eighty seven, I'm pretty sure he played in like nineteen eighty six. If he's eighty seven, he mean he was fucking fifty. Hey man, Julio Franco, you know. Uh, anyway, go on. You know, really yeah, showing remorse. Eighty six is his final year at forty five. Yeah, really showing remorse though. Um, and Manfred replied saying, you know, last time Pete Rose asked for a reinstatement, he felt that's a hard line. Betting on baseball is a non-starter. And really the conditions that Bud Selig laid out was remorse. Manfred has a little harder line for Pete Rose, but he did say that the line between banishment for life from the game of baseball and the Hall of Fame are different and should be considered as separate. I agree. Manfred is on the board of directors or, or whatever the the, vote, the board for the Hall of Fame, but said he won't spearhead those talks. He won't be the one to bring those to the forefront of the conversation. So yeah. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Will Pete Rose make the Hall of Fame before he passes away? Probably not. I have to agree. It's a shame. I have a question for you. Good. So now there are three things that have uh, come up to deter players from becoming Hall of Famers. Okay. The betting. Mm-hmm. Gambling, yep. Gambling. Which is weird, and we'll get to, I'll get to that in a little bit. PEDs. Stories. Yep. And now the sign stealing scandal. Right. Beltron's going to face this nonstop for the next few months. So, 
do you think that they all carry that same weight of that you should not be in the Hall of Fame because of these things? And I know one of the qualifications for the for the Hall of Fame is the integrity and sportsmanship and character and stuff like that. Right. And, and then that's definitely I get that a good those thing three for them break them. But the thing my thing with Pete Rose is he was doing this as a manager. So why does it affect his playing candidacy? You know what well, I mean? And here's the thing, you know, you want to talk about character in the Hall of Fame. I mean mm-hmm. guys like Ty Cobber in the fucking Hall of Fame. Ty Cobb was the biggest piece of shit in the world. Legend. Great play, great ball player. Yeah. Biggest piece of shit in the world. Oh yeah. I love the way he slid. Fuck uh, right, but that, I mean that, that was that was the time then. But he was the biggest Gangster. piece of shit in the world. Gangster, you know. So there obviously, obviously, is breaks in character. Um, and, I mean, and obviously, the character aspect has been considered a lot more in recent years. Yeah, with Omar Vizquel coming to the forefront, most notably with with his allegations, which I don't know if they've been proven. Everything's kind of falling off the map there. Kurt Schilling, Kurt. Well, Kurt Schilling is just strictly his politics. I I know, but they they cite that as his character. Yeah, but yeah. that's you know that's his post playing career. Uh, Schilling is like Schilling is an anomaly that should not be blasphemous. Like yeah. the fact that these writers are so pussy that they care about what he says on his on his Twitter. His and he got like seventy percent of the vote, sixty yeah. percent of the vote. Like yeah, the numbers don't lie there. But that besides the point. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can rank the three honestly. I you mean, can rank the three in hey. terms of most damning to least. Huh? I'm going to say the most damning would be betting on baseball as a player, okay. which Pete Rose didn't do. So Michael Jordan, right? Dude was a severe addict of gambling. Okay. He gambled on basketball like it was like it was his actual fucking job over playing basketball. But look at him. Look at how he's revered. The NBA protected him like there was no like there was no other. Right. If they Major League Baseball did not protect Pete Rose. Did not protect him. Major League Baseball does not protect the players. They not go at all. They go after the players. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I, I think gambling as a player. Because obviously that affects the outcome, that affects the product on the field. So the, the like black in a negatively. The negative black socks. Correct. The black socks scandal. Correct. Um, now, if you're proven as innocent, such as Shoeless Joe was, you should be considered yeah, for it's, eligibility. It's still crazy to me that he's not that he's not a Hall of Famer. Eligibility, right there. Uh-huh. Second, I'm going to go with PEDs. Here's the thing, though. The only reason I'm putting that second is because the sign stealing thing is a new aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Only one team was really caught heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the the Red Sox and Yankees both paid fines uh, for for various Apple, Apple Watch right things. for various uh, offenses. <laughs> but this was the first large scale cheating scandal since the PEDs. Um, and you and I talked about this countless times how Beltron's been the only one punished out of any of the players, and he's been definitely he's definitely gotten his fair share of criticism. And then some. Mm-hmm. You know, he lost the managerial job. Now, this guy was yeah. destined to be a great MLB manager, yeah. a baseball lifer. Mm-hmm. You knew that this is what he was going to do. Yeah. And he got that ripped away from him because someone cited him. Now, 
all players were granted anonymity as well. And 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 um, immunity. Immunity. That's the word I was thinking of. An- anonymity and immunity. Um, Beltron got neither. Beltron was outed mm-hmm. and punished. Whereas, you know, obviously Correa's incriminated himself. Altuve, you know, people have given him shit whether or not he did or didn't do. Again, mm-hmm. we don't know the nitty gritty details. We know, we, we can assume. Beltron's the only one that's been punished. And I think he's been punished enough. Personally, I think the guy belongs in the hall. I think because it's a new age issue that happened once and it was handled swiftly with a heavy hand, case closed. Yep. And that goes for the Astros moving forward as well. Yeah. You know, I think it's time we do we drop it. Yes, it happened. So there's no denying it happened. Mm-hmm. Move on. This is a new Astros regime, new Astros front office, especially now with James Click leaving. Okay, okay, this is a different conversation. No, 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 but, but I'm saying, the fact that we're still harping on this, and the one player who's named in this whole thing is now mm-hmm. up for baseball immortality. And he's going to get punished again? Yeah. That was a Bam. long-winded rant saying, I'm probably voting for Beltron. <laughs> AJ Hinch. Got a job. He's manager mm-hmm. of the Tigers. It happened right under his nose. Alex Cora served a suspension. Alex Cora, who is supposedly the mastermind behind it, back managing the Red Sox. Fucking wild. Every other player who... Correa got paid. Correa got paid. Marwin Gonzalez is still there. Yuli Gurriel, still playing. Altuve. Yeah. Springer. The, the list goes All on. Bregman. The list goes on. Every Jake player. Marisnik, not so much, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's really just the starters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and if Beltron does not get in, um, one, I mean, I already do not believe in these 300-plus writers who get a vote. Um, they are fucking stupid. They vote with emotion and and with their it, with heart it, yeah and, and they don't vote with much baseball sense either clearly i mean they a lot of them like how many english are, majors do you know play baseball uh none yeah there you go so you know a lot of them like a lot of them still vote with the thought of uh career superlatives and uh you know the final you know totals when we realize that doesn't mean he was a great player, you know? Right. Necessarily. I mean, of course it helps if you, you know, have those, uh, you know, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, et cetera, et cetera. But. Right. Beltron, the benchmark numbers are, are, are there for a reason. Yeah. But Beltron is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is a easily, definitely a top 10 center fielder ever. And. Oh, that's the Maybe other even top five. Mm-hmm. Switch hitter, power, speed, gold glove defense. Represented several organizations with class and dignity. Yeah. He no. good. Just the to to penalize this guy over 
the final year of his career over just 162 games out of the thousands that he had played. And you're going to penalize him for that one year. You need to get your brain checked. You need to get an MRI. You might have CTE. Do not go in a pool down in Florida. We will see the video. Your friends will be laughing at you. Anyway. Do... <laughs> anyway. No, I mean, you made a good point. I hate you. You made a good point. Yeah. Also, hang on. Yeah. Those guys who, who if you submit an empty ballot to our, 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 our form. It's getting deleted. We don't like you. It's getting deleted. Um, I don't know about deleting it, but we don't like I'm, you. I'm deleting it. Okay. You, there's, um, there, there is never a valid reason to, to vote nobody. Never. You want to vote one? Okay. Two? You want to sure. Vote somebody to stay on the ballot. Give them a chance. <laughs> um, anyway, you made a great point, though. The top 10 center feeder of all time. You know, and I saw, uh, I think it was Jason Stark who, who said this. He and Brian Kenny were having a conversation. That will be now. Yeah. The top Fair 10 in each position belongs in, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. It's already criminal that Jim Edmonds was a one and done guy. The fact that Carlos Beltran, who was arguably better than Jim Edmonds, he was better, is going to be suffering on the ballot for X, Y, and Z, however many years, because of one year. Mm-hmm. That's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Beltran will get in eventually. I, if because if he, if he doesn't, you had a then... guy like. The Hall of Fame is nothing. If it, they... well, you listen. You had guys. You had guys with positive PED tests in David Ortiz. You have well, hang on, alleged, like, alleged steroid user Mike Piazza, which I don't think that happened. Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge, yep. Pedro was alleged. I think at one point was he? I think oh, maybe in his career. That. I don't know. I could be wrong. Totally off. Possible. I know there's a, there was a pitcher who was alleged somewhere that was. I, I don't think he proved it, but yeah, um, there there you know, are. Bonds stayed on the ballot. Bonds, Sosa, Clemens all stayed on the ballot. Yeah, for ten years, upper fifties, sixties, even seventy percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. These guys literally altered their bodies to get a competitive advantage. Years. For years, years of their career, years, and and won awards. Listen, and I, I know we've talked about this the sign stealing because obviously it changed some guys' careers. Sent them back to the minors. They were out of baseball, isn't that? If you're if you're facing Sammy Sosa nineteen times in a year, and how many times are you allowing a dinger to him? You're not playing in a game again. You know, it same same thing applies. We don't really translate to the two situations. Mm-hmm. I mean it. All I'm going to say is it's going to be a very, very interesting case to watch this first year unfold. And if he doesn't get in, next year is going to be even, even more interesting. Yeah. Because this is a very stripped-down ballot, obviously losing Clement, Schilling, Bonds, and Sosa. I mean, you heard the names. Yeah. Jared Weaver? Nothing against him. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. No, I Jason agree. Worth? I agree. Phillies fans call him Jason Worthless. Hey, that was our thing. Hey, we started that first. Either way. Oh, wait. Either way. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. 
Nothing again, nothing against those guys, but come on. Yeah, I agree. Like Scott Rowland should get in this year. If the writers fail to elect anyone this year, another massive stain on their on their credibility. Yeah. I I I definitely agree. I mean This has been a long ass rant, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it has, but there are I would say five guys I confidently say one hundred percent belong in the Hall of Fame. And who? Who? I mean, I, well, actually, actually, I'll give away your vote. But go ahead. Uh, if you if I you mean, want to, you you already know. Beltron, Helton, Jones, Kent, Roland, and and Wagner. So six. Yeah. All of them. No, I, I agree. I think that they are all Hall of Famers, one hundred percent. Yeah, the Andrew Jones one is fucking mind boggling. He's he, he's probably the most fringe out of that list, honestly. Right, and that's 434 home runs you're talking about. Yeah, French. he is. Um, but Fred McGriff should be in also. You know, yeah, oh, like yeah. That. Yeah, they're, they're, that's what I'm saying. They've botched it so many times. Like, it, it's it, it, how is it even a surprise anymore, honestly? Right. And, you know? and and my thing is, you know, if you value defense, you have Ozzie Smith in, right? Ozzie Smith's a Hall of Famer. Yep. That's straight defense. Jim Edmonds, not a Hall of Famer. Keith Hernandez is not a Hall of Famer. D- different straight time. defensive players. I mean – Keith, it's it's because it's because he was playing shortstop. That's really why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're playing Don that, that level you know, at shortstop, Don, yeah, I mean, we, we we could list millions. If anything, Don Manning should be as a manager. Keith, the stability he brought to the fucking Marlins alone, <laughs> unreal. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Submit your Hall of Fame bouts link down below and in all the bios of all social medias. Uh, Let's get the let's get the ballot count to 100. We're at 44 through 24 hours. Run it up. No Send it to your friends. You know, you don't have to put sure. your email if you don't want to, but we do recommend you do. Uh, we'll tell you why yet, but you'll see if you put your email. Uh, what else? Max, what else, what else? Max Constanza. Hey. Um, check out on the power play. Hockey guys are killing it. They're sure. dropping episode 99, the Wayne Gretzky episode on the 24th, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, the 23rd, sorry, the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and happy birthday to Adam, whose birthday is on Thanksgiving, and to oh. Brian, whose birthday is Sunday. Oh, happy birthday, boys. Happy birthday to the boys. Um, they're killing it over there as usual. Jumped on the podcast, do a little trivia with them. So check them out. Uh, I'm trying to get them off the TikTok. I am. I really am. I think they might be doing it soon. Oh, we'll see. Listen, by the way, check out the, the Taking Pitch TikTok. We are going to put more and more out there as the offseason goes by, goes on. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TikTok. All of it. Everything. Yeah. Only fans at Take a Pitch. I mean, sorry, not only fans yet. I mean, what? Well, you know, who knows? Maybe some, some filthy pitch grips. Who knows? Somebody. I'm surprised Pitching Ninja has not done OnlyFans yet. Because <laughs> some of the shit he, he posts on Twitter is fucking filthy. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Um, so, yeah. Follow us all at Take a Pitch. If you want to Venmo us, let us know. PayPal, PayPal. let us know. Check yeah. out the merch Catch in our order. bio. Black Friday sale coming up. Stay on the lookout for our Black Friday codes. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be dropping a couple different codes. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Scatter them throughout the uh, the weekend. Cyber Monday. You're going to want to keep an eye out on the socials. 
Big things are happening here in Take a Pitch. The all season's just beginning. Get your Hall of Fame ballots in. Buy some merch. Peace. Peace. It's Tito made. Yee, yee, yee.